Rachel, host of the Bottom Up Revolution podcast, and I'm glad to have you here with me today. Before we get started, a brief reminder that our Strong Towns After Dark event is taking place tonight, April 8th at 8 p.m. Eastern. It'll be an evening of fun and trivia and laughs, prizes, lots more with the Strong Towns team. All Strong Towns members are warmly invited to join us, and if you're not a member yet, just sign up today and email alexa at strongtowns.org to get your ticket. Or if you're already a member and you haven't seen that uh, invite yet, you can also hit up Alexa. She'll help you out. We would love to see you all there. So on to today's episode. Last week, I had the chance to talk with Jason Hyman, an urban planner, real estate professional, and business owner based in Houston, Texas. His firm, Jason T. Hyman, aims to, quote, bridge the generational wealth gap found in minority communities through creative applications of urban planning, community engagement, and responsible development. Jason and his colleagues approach housing and development with an incremental mindset, helping to build up streets and neighborhoods step-by-step in the Strong Towns way. They engage in tactical projects of many sizes, helping to rehab homes, support affordable housing, and invest where it is needed most. I think you will really appreciate the nuanced lens through which Jason views issues like housing access and wealth disparities. He knows from experience that building up families and neighborhoods is not a matter of throwing tons of subsidies at the problem, nor just hoping that the market's going to solve everything. Rather, Jason believes that nonprofits, governments, and for-profit companies can work together to increase prosperity for everyone. So here's my conversation with Jason Hyman. everyone and welcome to the Bottom Up Revolution podcast from Strong Towns. Today's guest is Jason Hyman, a real estate professional and owner of a full service brokerage in Houston, Texas. Jason, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. So can you start out by telling us a little bit about yourself and your community, um, your, your neighborhood or Houston as a whole, however you want to interpret that? I am an urban planner, but a practicing real estate broker. I have done some time working with the city of Houston's housing and community development department, as well as in the banking uh, industry. So uh, I pretty much like to take public and private finance, uh, as well as kind of community input and things like that to activate spaces in my backyard. And so uh, we have a small brokerage, I think you mentioned uh, before, named Real Link. We have one office, office of Jason T. Hyman, and we are located in Third Ward, Houston, Texas. That's primarily where we do a lot of our work, uh, the sunny side area as well. But we service all of Houston. So just to give you a little bit of backdrop. And is Houston a city that you grew up in or is it someplace that you've ended up later in your life? I was born here. I grew up in Chicago. You know, my experiences in Chicago directly influence a lot of the stuff that I do today. It's why I moved to the third ward area, because it kind of reminded me of home. Um, but I've been in Houston for maybe almost 20 years now. So I know that building generational wealth for folks that haven't had access to it and helping families and communities gain financial prosperity is a big focus of your company and your work. What led you to be you know interested in that mission and committed to that and 
How does your real estate work um, help to address those types of disparities? Okay, so good question. A couple of things. So I'll try to touch on it really quick. My civic engagement got kind of activated from uh, really just growing up. I had a daughter and it was hard to walk down the street to go to the park and things like that. It was just stuff that I saw that I didn't like. And I knew that some of the resources we have access to that we can make some changes. And so that kind of prompted it. The second thing that happened was working in banking. Uh, I tell people it kind of stole my soul in a sense. So I went from working in um, housing and community development for the city where, you know, I would drive home and see apartment complexes and homes and parks that we've built or gave money to that I was directly a part of. And it felt good, you know, to see those lives change. But I would drive home from the bank every day from fancy downtown or on the metro rail and just coming home through my neighborhood, the streets were horrible, the, the vacant lots everywhere, you know, just the quality of life was not what I was used to seeing from my work. And so I decided to kind of pack everything up and, um, you know, come back into the real estate arena. You know, I had been licensed for almost 10, 11 years. Uh, so we, you know, I, I partnered with my uh, mother, actually my mother-in-law. My stepmother, I'm sorry. Uh, and, and we opened up a brokerage that, you know, her and my father had before he passed. Um, and we kind of dusted it off and made it something new. I wanted to make sure, though, that we weren't just out helping people buy and sell property. And so we brought this planning focus or this aspect into the brokerage so we can be a little more comprehensive and not just be transactional. So that's how this all kind of came about. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about that. Like, what does it mean to be comprehensive and not just, yeah, like helping people buy and sell their homes? What's the bigger picture of what you do? Think about buying a home. We, we would see a lot of times people would buy a home. You know, they got with a real estate agent that maybe was unfamiliar with the area or didn't know how to connect to the other resources that come with purchasing a home, right? The neighbors, um, the municipality, the, uh, there's a lot of intangibles there, right? And they come in and have a hard time being neighbors, right? Um, they have a hard time addressing things. So long story short, you know, how we feel like, how do we, how do we fix that? You know, how do we try to fix that in some kind of way? And so that brought this about. So one of the things we do is try to make sure that we're tying our buyers and our sellers in with the local like nonprofits, the local businesses, everything that we can. And then with our agents, we like to develop tools to help them practice responsibly. So just little things, little things that we do. Um, right now, we have a couple of campaigns, as an example. Uh, one is our Do Things That Matter campaign. And so people can go out to do things that matter.com or dt3m.com. And pretty much April 4th, we'll be launching um, this campaign to just really educate folks about how to invest in their own backyard, right? It's not just about this transaction. How do we pull all these things together? So this is in real time. We're giving you behind the scenes exactly what we're doing in these communities so that you can do it where you are. So very similar to Strong Towns in a sense, but, you know, just in our backyard, right? So that's one way. Yeah, very cool. 
It sounds like you started the firm or kind of restarted the firm not too long ago. Like what's the process been like to getting it off the ground and to where you are right now? It's been tough. You know, the, the entrepreneurial path is it's, it can be lonely at times. It's very challenging, uh, long hours, a lot of rejection at times, but um, I see, I see the impact, you know, just one call sometimes or just to see someone kind of respond or something we do is, is, is worth it. Um, and then we're growing. So uh, the first couple of years were tough. It was just me. Um, but now we have a team of about uh, three agents. We're looking to bring on maybe three to five more new agents this year. They uh, want to practice how we practice. Um, we have a back office of uh, vendors and kind of third party support. And then we have a team of planners that we work on different projects with, you know, in different specialties. Very cool. Do you have any favorite like success stories or, yeah, just stories of of people finding homes that they've loved or, um, yeah, just things that you're proud of, like in the last few years of work that you want to share? I mean, there's so many. So, so I'll touch, I think, more so on something that's very recent and it's, it's tied into something, some of the things we're doing. About last year sometime, we went under contract for a property that we wanted to build some affordable housing. We wanted to get some residents together to build affordable housing. Uh, we didn't get that, but in the course of going through that process, we learned that the property owner was severely behind on taxes had major title issues and things like that. We were able to connect him to all the right resources and people to get all that stuff untangled. We were able to secure the lot. And that is part of our campaign next month. We will be launching to uh, actually activate this space. It's kind of like a mixed use uh, business park. So it will have a lot of different things going on from art uh, and placemaking, uh, vendor market and food, just a place, an open place that uh, the community can come. Um, and then proceeds from that, from this endeavor, a lot of it will be going back into kind of a pot to further some affordable housing efforts in the area. And so that, that's been in the making for some time. So I, I will probably note that as probably our biggest accomplishment to date, being able to execute that the way we did. Yeah. Wow. That sounds so cool. I look forward to seeing that come to fruition. Uh, thank you. I wonder if you could comment on like the, the housing market these days is just wild um, in terms of, I've actually been in the process of, of trying to buy a home, my first home myself and like just how competitive it is and the market, it just feels crazy. Like what's that been like in, in Houston and in your business? It's, I think it's it's probably the same across the country. It's, it's a you know definitely a a shortage of inventory across the board. I was telling someone yesterday a healthy inventory is probably anywhere from four to maybe five months. Just meaning it takes about that long for what you see on the market today to be bought and sold. Well, it's in Houston. It's like one point six or something like that. So you can imagine there's tons of offers on every house. Um, so that's forced us to have to be um, still protect and advocate for our clients, but be very creative um, about our offers and how we structure things and and to really build on 
relationships. It's times like this that we realize like the relationships with our organizations and nonprofit partners and, and realtor partners. That's what gets us through this and gets and, and still provides some inventory for, for you guys. And then we also are just, again, trying to make sure that we're educating like the developers and investors on things like uh, uh, philosophies and different uh, things they can engage in, like this strong town has that we're trying to build that there are other organizations out there that can maybe help them lower costs or put some more inventory on the ground. How did you first hear about strong towns and, and get connected with strong towns? If you remember, I know a lot of folks, it's been like, Oh, I've been reading for years and someone sent me a link or something, but. So I want to say that on some level I was ushered to strong towns in school. So oh, okay. I, my master's in urban planning is from Texas Southern University. Um, and I want to say one of our professors kind of encouraged us to engage with Strong Towns. And then I'll say here recently, um, like on Facebook in the group, you know, I'm kind of in there a lot. On Twitter, every now and then I have a few things to say uh, with Charles and different folks that, um, you know, are, are tweeting and giving those different perspectives. But here recently... I reached out via the website because I wanted to see if someone on Strong Towns could connect me to whoever the web developer was because I like the way the site is. And, oh, and, and then I got yeah. a, and then you guys followed up with us. And so we was just like, hey, well, let's, you know, let's see what, um, you know, let's, let's try it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like your website a lot. Ours is always a work in progress, but yours is good. <laughs> I'll make sure to share that link with everybody. Sure. Thank you. I'm curious as, you know, having that background as a planner, how do you, do you get to like keep bringing that experience into your day-to-day work and, and do like planning as part of your real estate work? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what we kind of base our real estate work off of. So whether we're, whether my clients benefit from the lens that I'm able to see things through, and valuing their, you know, their purchase and helping them through their purchase, or even if it's in developing some of the tools. So, you know, we we are finishing up, for instance, a like a housing options guide to help people understand what it's like to buy in inner city neighborhoods. You know, what what can you expect? That helps take a lot of the work off of the agent, right? And gives them a tool that they can they can help their client a little bit better with. And so we're able to practice planning, for instance, through through those kind of mechanisms, right? It's not always this, you know, we go and service the municipality, but we even help in that way, right? We do have some work that we're doing with municipalities and other organizations and nonprofits that, you know, help shape policy, um, help help create programs and things like that that, that, that are um, useful for people. So we, we really want to touch the whole market. We understand, like, if, if it all crumbles, there's nothing here for us to sell. It's real estate agents, right? So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good point. What are your hopes for the future of your neighborhood, um, the Third Ward, Houston, generally? Like, what, what do you hope to see in the city in, in the coming years? A few things. Um, and, and it's a tough balance, but I really want to see the innovation that I see in other cities, like 
uh, Austin or Denver who really adopted those planning philosophies and walkability and things like that. Um, they're encouraging more density. Um, but I also want to see as we grow that we don't forget about protection for the ones who can't always grow like we want to grow, if I can say it that way. I think we need to be looking at policies and different mechanisms to make sure that those people have a place here as well. Otherwise, you know, it's, it's all for nothing. So to close us out here, what advice would you have for others who want to take action to make their towns stronger, um, whether they are, you know, a planner, a real estate professional, or just someone that cares about their neighborhood? There's something that I really like to push. Um, I don't know if it ever gets through, but I'll say it. Again, it goes back to this balance. And this might be the planner in me talking. It goes back to this balance of things where I think on one end, we have to stop looking at the private sector as bad, as a bad thing, right? The developers and investors that they are a bad thing. They are a piece to the puzzle. So, you know, residents, our nonprofit community, academic community, I think we have to shake that stigma a little bit in these communities. And on the other side, as, as the private sector, we need to understand that we're going to need this help. You know, where things are going, you know, you're going to have to start partnering with, you know, it's, it's, there's no way you're going to get around having to partner and work with residents in the community or your nonprofits in the community, the academic community, those other people that you're going to affect, you're going to have to start connecting with them and uh, putting better solutions out there. So it's kind of twofold. I guess at the end of the day, what I'm saying is we have to learn better to work together. And so we can get a little bit more synergy because where we're going, where we're headed, it's a tough road ahead of us um, from a housing perspective and preserving these communities on some level. Yeah, very well said. Well, Jason, thank you so much for joining me for this conversation. Um, I'm going to share links for everyone to the uh, your website. And what was what was the name of the new website that's going to be coming out very soon? DT3M? Is that yeah, right? you can. Exactly. They can go to do, DT3M. It stands for Do the Things That Matter. So DTQ, you know, is what it boils down to. So do the things that matter.com and they can sign up on there. And they'll get a link to like the Facebook group where we'll be sharing a lot more of what we're doing. You know, they can get a little bit more direct, ask questions, network, all that good stuff. Awesome. And I'll uh, link people to your Twitter too. I like your Twitter conversations you're having with folks. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Well, thanks so much, Jason. Really appreciate you uh, being on the podcast. Uh, thank you. That was a wonderful conversation, and I'm glad I got to share it with you all. It's always great to hear from listeners on what they are doing to make their communities stronger, or even just what these episodes might have inspired or sparked for you. So email me or send over a voicemail to rachel at strongtowns.org. I'll also add that if you've got an interesting guest to recommend that you think might be a good fit for the show, hit me up also and let me know. In closing, if you appreciate getting the chance to hear stories like Jason's, please support this content, these tools, this Strong Towns mission by joining us as a sustaining member of the movement. Visit strongtowns.org slash membership to do that today. 
All right, that's our show for today. Thanks for being here as always. And we'll see you back here next week for the next episode. Take care. Thank you.